नमस्कार दिस इज सौरभ जैन एंड यू आर लिसनिंग टू माय डिजिटल टॉक शो and on my digital talk show we have neel patel the very popular neel patel uh, the one we look up to when it comes to digital marketing welcome to my show neel how are we doing good thanks for having me pleasure neel uh neel um taking you to the format so i'll ask you a few personal questions and then some questions with respect to the industry and then we'll have a quick round of rapid fire so are you game i'm game perfect so let's get started my first question to you is how did you manage to build your empire and what were those first five steps that you took to get this thing rolling ah oh, uh, i don't know if i have an empire but i built my business not overnight it's been 17 years now wow and the key is you just lay brick by brick there's no simple solution you just really got to do you know each and every single task the way i look at it is you'll have goals in your business think about what your goals are over the year now break them down into 12 months so what do you need to do each month to hit those goals now break that down into each week then break it down to each day and then break down the task into things that could be get done in an hour and have a daily checklist so if you accomplish them you're much more likely to hit your annual goal and that's how you just continually grow which you keep creating those checklists each day and you make sure you don't go to sleep until it's all done and if the task is too big to finish in one day then you need to break it down to being smaller and smaller fantastic uh, that's interesting tips up there so how do you manage to stay fit uh, what's your daily schedule like uh, how is your morning routine like sure so there's this guy on youtube called the body coach his name is joe so i yeah. do a 15 minute hit workout high intensity interval training or something like that every day some days i get lazy but around at least 5 days a week uh that's that helps me quite a bit i also do intermittent fasting i'll only eat between 11 a.m and 6 p.m and then the rest of the time i don't eat so between those two things mm-hmm. stay pretty healthy and i also don't eat unhealthy foods so like no fried food so no samosas you know uh i try to keep low on the carbs like a lot of vegetables uh no mm-hmm. unhealthy food like mayonnaise or cheese or fried food or any of that fantastic i think that's quite a lot of learning because a lot of digital marketers do have a lot of i mean unhealthy unhealthy eating habits so i think that's some good advice up there uh, at least um, i would want to change my healthy my lifestyle with respect to that Uh, so what's been the most difficult period of your career uh, or life so while you were building your business uh, there might have been a lot of obstacles so so uh, if you would like to share some tips up there yeah i've had a lot of ups and downs um you know when things get going they don't always work the way you want so i've made money i've lost money you know it was funny when i was 16 I I tend not to talk too much about how much money I make. I talk more about my failures. Uh, and I'm not saying I make good mm-hmm. money or anything like that either. I'm not trying to imply anything. But I'll give you revenue figures. When I was 16, I started consulting. I got lucky. I was doing around 20,000 a month in revenue. But as time was 21, I lost it all. Plus I was in debt another million dollars. Oh. And I tried creating a cloud computing company. uh back in the day before it was popular uh if it worked i would have been rich but it didn't you know to luck of the draw 
And what I learned is you're going to go through mm -hmm. ups and downs as an entrepreneur. Not everything is the way you want, and that's okay. Just mm -hmm. stay focused, and over time, you'll do well. There's not much you can end up doing in the short run to solve your problems or uh, you know, avoid some of these things. It's just more so you're going to have to go through the ups and downs and know that entrepreneurship is like a roller coaster and be okay with it. There's good moments, bad moments, scary moments, happy moments. You just got to accept it all. Fantastic. And most importantly, learn from all your mistakes. Good. So um, when do you plan to visit India and host training programs here? Any plans for 2019? I, th I thought about it. My problem is I don't have a business partner in India to handle it all. If I had a business partner in India, I would do it, but it's too hard to find someone. That's the part I struggle with. Lovely. So I'll pitch you for that. <laughs> okay. Have um, you done it before? Have you done training programs before? I, I have hosted a lot of training programs. Uh, last uh, eight years, almost 350 workshops. Uh, in on, person? In person on social media marketing and close to about 80 to 85 corporate training programs so far. So, uh, so that's, we'll, that's a training. We'll, is, talk, we'll talk after this interview. We'll keep fun, the interview fun, going afterwards. I, I would love to work with you and we'd see how we can do something for the Indian market. Uh, how, there you go. Perfect. How Indian are you, Neil? I mean, I'm, I'm sure you are a Gujarati person. So, uh, I, I'm 100% Indian. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> what's last your name is Patel. Yeah. Uh, I eat Indian food a lot. It's my favorite food. Okay. Uh, I speak fluent Gujarati. Super. Um, my blog, I started translating a lot of the content in Hindi. It's doing well. Wow. I don't have enough Hindi writers. If I had more Hindi writers, I will translate it at all. Super. Uh, uh, but yeah, I, I love India. You know, it's just, it's my heritage. I so want my kids to speak Gujarati. Oh, wow. That's good. So, uh, so you believe that vernacular language has uh, played a very important role right now of, because I heard that you have started translating your blog in Hindi language. So how did it make a difference? Uh, it helped with traffic, but I did it not necessarily for traffic. I don't make money from India. Um, I, I lose money in India more than anything else because for me to put costs into translating, none of my customers are from India. So it's, it's just, it's a... It's a cost sink, but I don't look at it that way. I'm Indian, so might as well help out my own people. I don't care if I make money from India or not. I'm from there, so why not help them out? I wasn't born there, but nonetheless, why not help out my own people? Fantastic. You know, uh, I have in, on my YouTube channel, a lot of my videos are absolutely free, uh, and you have inspired me a lot because I heard one of your videos where you say that why have you started uploading videos on YouTube and why you do not run advertisements on them? So that's uh, very inspiring, Neil. Uh, there's a lot of content which is available for free and I think you inspire the entire world. So congratulations on doing great work. So I'm moving on to the next phase where I'm asking you some questions with respect to the industry. Uh, social media marketing versus SEO. What's your personal favorite and why? So, uh, I, I see... The when I first started, it was all about SEO, okay? And then Dig came around, which isn't that popular. I don't even know if it exists anymore. And then Reddit. And when you look at all these social sites, I used to do very well because I'm like, oh, it's a great way to get traffic and links. Now, when I was building a business, when I was starting off, you can build it just through one channel, just like how Facebook grew through the referral system. Do you remember all, you would invite all your friends in your address book to Facebook? 
and that's how they grew. Yeah. But now, if, if a new company came out and leveraged that tactic, they wouldn't do that well because everyone would look at it as spam. Right. Same yeah. with SEO, the algorithms are harder. Same with social media marketing, the algorithms are hotter. So even though I love SEO and social media marketing and content marketing, you can't do one or the other. One is better than the other. You now have to take an omni-channel approach to do well. Without that, you won't do well in the market. Fantastic. The question is, Neil, how important it is to invest in good visuals in content marketing? Uh, it, it's, it's very important. The more images and the visuals and infographics you can invest in, the better off you are, whether it's video uh, or infographics or images. As they say, uh, image, or in some cases, even a video will say a thousand words, if not more. Okay. So, so we all know for the fact that, you know, um, Facebook's organic reach is slowly dying. Um, so where would you invest in 2019? Instagram or Facebook? What would you recommend to your followers? They're both okay. You should be on both channels, but I would pick YouTube. YouTube will do better than all of them. So, you know, you, you say that 2020 is all about YouTubing. Uh, that's no, not no, 2019. 2019, all about YouTube. 2019 is all about YouTubing. Fantastic. So I watch with YouTube, you can get the search traffic and it right. drives a lot of traffic and it can give you consistent traffic over time. Absolutely. So you won't get that from YouTube and at least. And it could, the, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. But the beautiful part is if you already create a YouTube video, you can take the same video and upload it to uh, Facebook and LinkedIn and then just include SRT files because not everyone has their speakers turned on. Right. And it also creates a lot of face value because people hear you uh, talking. So, um, okay. Why should someone post four times a day on Instagram stories? Because I've watched one of your videos. And you've shared that tip. So why should someone do that? Because many people just post one story a day and you have recommended four stories in a day. Oh, why is that so? The more stories you do, the better off you are. Even doing 12 or 24 just helps because then more people see your content. You just start showing up. So this should be uploaded together or we need to break this into different intervals? Break it into different intervals, different times of the day, break it out. Like doing one okay. every hour so, is ideal. Okay, super. Uh, YouTubing versus blogging, what's the best for 2020? The best for 2020 is, I, I think YouTube will still be more popular, uh, will have, not be more popular, content marketing will be more popular, but YouTube will have easier traction. It'll be easier to gain momentum in 2020 on video than it will on text. See, there's over a billion blogs right now, so the number's going to get worse. That's one blog for every seven people. It's saturated. Video marketing right now isn't saturated yet, so whoever adopts early is going to win. Super. Uh, so one last question from the uh, industry's perspective. What are those five crucial content marketing trends you see in uh, 2019 that someone should follow? In 2019, so I'll pick five. One, podcasting and video is picking up. They're easier uh, to optimize for. So do podcast SEO, do YouTube SEO. That would be my first tip. Second is even all these forms of marketing, voice, uh, video, audio, text space, it's eventually going to get saturated as well. So start creating freemium products or services like tools. My, my friend has a company called Smackney, which is an acne cream. He does uh, free trial just pay for shipping. So you can you got to get creative to get more traffic. The third tip is voice search. 50% of the people will be using voice search by 2020, according to Comscore. 
So optimize for voice search. The fourth tip I would have for you is ads are going to continually go up in expenses. During the last recession, Google still generated more revenue. So assume that that's going to happen all over again. So you need to optimize for conversions. Uh, things like A-B testing, split tests, all those kind of things will help. The fifth tip I have for you is build a brand. Brands convert better than non-brands. Really, truly, genuinely try to help people. Fantastic. Sounds good. So uh, moving to the last part of the uh, session, uh, Neil, and it's a quick rapid fire question. So are you game for this one? Because this one be Yeah, okay. So you wake up to realize neilpatil.com is hacked and how would you react? I would be upset and tell my developer to fix it. <laughs> Fantastic, simple stuff. Since you are from India and I understand that you know Gujarati uh, or Hindi, uh, would you mind if I say you something in English and you need to translate that in the language uh, that you're more comfortable with, either Hindi or Gujarati? Sure, I'm a bit rusty, but let's go for it. Let's do it now. So the, I, don't, I don't speak it that often in America, right? There's not uh, too many people here, but let's try. Okay, so, uh, so it is, uh, I love digital marketing and I cannot live without it. Uh, that's tough. Mana uh, digital marketing bolgamache, and I don't know how to say, it, and I can't live without it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got the first part, but see, I, I used to speak in Gujarati a lot more with my grandparents. They're no longer around, but I've been rusty for four or five years. Okay, but I, I I understand it better than I speak it. So when my parents speak it, I'll, my parents actually don't even talk in Gujarati, but when they do talk, I understand it. Okay, so if Mark ever asks you, Mark Zuckerberg ever asks you, what is that one change that you would like to bring on their platform? What would you recommend him? You, you know, Facebook's going to do whatever makes them more money. They're a business, whether we like it or not, when it comes to fake news, privacy, or any of this. The one thing I would love is, uh, and he won't do it, it would be, you know, if people follow you organically, don't cram down the reach. Actually, let my content be seen. But he's not going to make it change. If I had to give him one piece of advice that he's more likely to follow, although he probably won't do it either, it would be turn Facebook into a subscription option. You know, they got to show ads whether you like it or not. They're not going to always stop all the political stuff or whatever it may be. But I would pay $10 a month not to see any of it. And I bet you a lot of other people would as well. All right. So, Kubar, um, so rate these platform and... Uh, you have to rate them and you have to place them in order on their popularity or what you would believe is the most popular of all. Uh, the tools are Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Quora, Snapchat and YouTube. I repeat, Twitter, LinkedIn, okay, Facebook. Okay, so uh, let yeah. me know if I miss any. I'm going to go based off of their mass potential, not their popularity because that's more useful. Okay. YouTube number one, LinkedIn number two. Uh, uh, Twitter number three, four Instagram, five Facebook, uh, six Quora. Quora does it, it Quora is easy to get views, but not too many people will click through and go back to your site. And then the last one is Snapchat because I believe Facebook is going to keep crushing them. All right. Um, Did I miss no, any? No, no, no. You you got it. You got it all. So that's that's a good one. So name three digital marketers you admire the most. Brian Dean from Backlinko. I think he's awesome and amazing. Um, 
Andrew Chen, he's awesome, good growth marketer. He's now at Andreessen Horowitz. Uh, Sean Ellis, another good growth marketer. I know these aren't all common names. Uh, I'll even give you a fourth one that I really admire. Larry Kim, he's an amazing marketer and he's an engineer. So when you combine both of them, he does really well. I would put Larry in the top three for sure. He's good. Fantastic. Three tools that you think every digital marketer must use. Uber suggests because it's my tool and it's free, so enjoy it. It's pretty popular in India. It's the most popular region for the tool. Right. Um, uh, another one that I love is Google Analytics. Without tracking your data, you don't know what's happening. And if I had to pick a third tool that everyone should end up using, it would be any survey tool you want, whether it's SurveyMonkey. Uh, you can pick whatever survey tool you want. But they have a free version. Because most digital marketing people look at the numbers, but they never analyze what their users want by actually talking to them. And you're probably, people are lazy to talk to them over the phone, so survey them. Really get to know your customers, do customer development. That'll make your marketing change by leaps and bounds and get way better. Fantastic. So if you have to give a shout out to someone at your office today because you think he or she is your backbone, who would it be? Uh, Nick Roshan. Uh, he's my VP of sales and also partner in the company and Nick does more than just sales. He's awesome. Super. And one last question to you. What's the biggest life lie you have ever told to a client of yours? Biggest what? Biggest lie. Uh-huh. Uh, I remember when I was younger, it was a potential customer. And to get the deal, they're like, do you have experience managing other similar accounts? I think it was like 19 or 20 at the time. And I should have never done it. But I told them I've worked with other bigger companies. And I didn't mention any names, but I just told them I worked with other bigger companies so I can get the contract. I should have never done it though. <laughs> That's how most of the guys enter companies up there. All right. Uh, thank you so much, Neil. It was wonderful hosting you. Um, uh, you had patiently answered all my questions and I look forward to host you in India too. So let's stay connected, Neil. With this note, I'll end up my podcast and I hope you guys are following me on Instagram already. Do not forget to subscribe to Instagram.com slash Jane and DM me there. Maybe you get lucky with the answers on my next podcast. Have a good day, guys. Goodbye.